0: Hello, SFMPI listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Sharifa Williams. I am recording on March 9th, and today I'm talking about cosmic horror. And before I get into that, I'm going to tell you about... One of our new newsletters, and this is a subscription newsletter available on Substack. Are you looking for fascinating stories, informed takes, useful advice, and more from experts in the world of books and reading? Subscribe to Book Riot's newest newsletter, The Deep Dive, to get exclusive content delivered to your inbox. Subscribe and choose your membership level today at bookriot.substack.com. Um as I am reading this I had actually just sent in my send of the newsletter for the deep dive about reading as a love language So that's available if you subscribe. Uh, But basically what this is, is a newsletter where we tap the experts to share some longer gems based on years of knowledge about books and publishing. These are our in-house experts who have spent a lot of time uh, getting to know and understand and explore the world of books and reading and you know reader lifestyle. so it'll include hacks and tips and opinions that are you know supported by facts and science and things like that. It's a lot of fun to write, I will say uh, personally and I hope everybody who subscribes enjoys it. For five dollars a month, you get the deep dive edition of the newsletter in your inbox twice a month. If you are on the fence or you need some time before making a commitment, you can get a free subscription to the Splash Pad, which is the newsletter send that rounds up some of our in-house experts' recommended reading and also bookish lifestyle goods monthly. So check it out. Again, that's bookriot.substack.com. All right, before we get into the picks, uh, we're going to hear from a sponsor. Today's
1: episode is brought to you by Daughter of the Bone Forest by Jasmine Skye. Bone familiar Rosie spends most of her days in the Bone Forest, hiding her powers to avoid conscription by the Witch King's army. But when she saves the life of Princess Shaw, she's offered the chance to attend the prestigious school Witch Hall. And at Witch Hall, Rosie finds herself embroiled in political games she doesn't understand. Shaw wants Rosie as a partner to help lead the coming war. Meanwhile, all Rosie wants is to stay out of trouble, but she can't really deny her attraction to Shaw. So the question is... Will Rosie give in to her destiny, or will the Bone Forest call her home once and for all? Daughter of the Bone Forest by Jasmine Skye is for all the magic school lovers. This immersive magic school is full of witches and familiars. It's also a queer normative fantasy world with a sapphic slow burn romance like we love. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Daughter of the Bone Forest by Jasmine Sky for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by William Morrow. I'll be dead in three months. Come tell my story. Imagine someone told you that. That's what Sebastian Trapp, a reclusive mystery novelist, told to his longtime correspondent, Nikki Hunter, an expert in detective fiction. So with only a few months left to live, Trapp invites Nikki to his spectacular San Francisco mansion to help draft his life story, living alongside his beautiful second wife, Diana, his wayward nephew, Freddie, and his protective daughter, Madeline. But soon, Nikki finds herself caught in an irresistible case of real life detective fever. Make sure to pick up End of Story by New York Times bestselling author A.J. Finn for a book that gives Knives Out, that gives White Lotus. You'll like this if you like books by Lucy Foley, Nita Prose, and others. So make sure to pick it up, check it out, and thanks again to William Morrow for sponsoring this episode.
0: So, you might already know why I chose cosmic horror as the theme for today's show. I got to thinking about cosmic horror after our last full episode, where we talked about Victor Laval's newest book, and my introduction to Victor Laval whose book I'm about to talk about was this title, The Ballad of Black Tom. It was a novella that was released quite a while back now, which is weird to say because it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. But I read The Ballad of Black Tom, um, didn't know anything about Victor LaValle at that time, but had heard a lot of really great things about this novella. This was also my... Um, introduction kind of to novellas because I hadn't read a lot of novellas before then and Tor was just starting to really get going with publication of novellas. So I was really, really into this book. I continue to be really into this book and I always want to recommend it to people. Um, And this is really a great example of cosmic horror. Victor Laval was doing something that, you know, talked, spoke to Lovecraftian stories, but we all know, I think, uh, or can look into the problematic nature of Lovecraft, his works, his belief systems, and Victor Laval was kind of pushing back against that while also Honoring cosmic horror as a genre. And what cosmic horror is, it took me a long time to wrap my head around cosmic horror as a genre. But it is this, this unknowable, bigger-than-anything-we-can-wrap-our-minds-around force. It is usually a supernatural or paranormal presence that has no real name It's not specified, so I'm not talking about like ghosts haunting a house or something like that. It is this unknowable thing. That's what cosmic horror gets into. You have this force that is beyond human understanding. And The Ballad of Black Tom has that element. And the story follows Charles Thomas Tester... Uh, Charles is living in Harlem. This is 1920s Harlem. He lives with his dad. He cares for his dad. Uh, His dad is super important to him. And Charles is a street performer. The way he makes his living is as a street performer and also doing some, you know, not so safe jobs on the side. And one of these jobs he takes is to deal with a book, an occult book. Um, This mysterious and powerful book that he has to deliver to somebody's home. And that begins his troubles. He has a strange interaction with this woman. And then he meets this person, this wealthy man named Robert, who asks him to perform at a party of his. Weird things happen at the party. Strange things happen to Charles because of his association to Robert. And there seems to be this sort of confluence of e- of terrible and terrifying events that leads Charles to this one moment of facing this strange presence that really speaks to the cosmic horror element of this novella so I won't get too much into what that force is and how Charles comes to face it Uh, but it's a super under your skin creepy dark read and there are some gory elements. there is some real terror. there's, you know, um, there are moments of harassment and of racism in this story as well. So do note that going in. But it was such a great introduction for me to Victor Laval, and obviously I haven't stopped reading. His book since, and if you haven't read a Laval yet, I definitely recommend this one. So, again, that was The Ballad of Black Tom by Victor Laval. My next pick I wouldn't have necessarily immediately thought of as cosmic horror, but it is, and it's White is for Witching by Helen Yemi. another one of my favorites. This is just an excuse for me to talk about some of my favorite authors, apparently. <laughs> but this is a book that I think I've probably described before as a haunted house story. But the thing about this story is that the haunting that's happening isn't a haunting in the traditional sense. This is a story about a house that is its own presence. And the house embodies something beyond a person, any one person. It is this strange, supernatural, unknowable thing, this house. So this is a story that takes place around this family the silvers they live in this house they live in dover the house is on it um on some cliffs so it already has like you know the moody atmospheric vibe going on um and then the characters are miranda who is the daughter elliot her twin brother lily the mom who's missing and luke their father they're also A few other characters, one of whom is my favorite in this book, Orr, and Orr comes to know this family through Miri, through Miranda, and to really be the one to grapple with this house and what is going on in this house and with this family and What I will say about what's going on is that it is super weird and terrifying. And there are also elements of racism and xenophobia that are explored in this book. So know that as well. Or is a young black woman who meets Miranda in college. Um, But basically, there are already things that are sort of awry with this family. Miranda is at the center of the strangeness, it seems, Uh, the daughter in this family who has an affliction of uh, an indescribable nature. But Miranda is kind of this ghostly person who is a presence on her own in this house. She kind of walks around like a ghost. She also um, has an... A disorder called pica, which is when you have an appetite for non-food items. So there is also disordered eating in this book. So note that as well. Um, and it's part of Miranda's story. There are also other things that are going on with her. But when she meets Orr, uh, they develop a relationship with each other. They fall in love with each other. But that puts or into... No small amount of danger. And I think, if I am not mistaken, this was also my introduction to Helen Oyayemi. I'm almost certain. And again, it was just, you know, it propelled me forward into reading just about all of Oyayemi's books. And this story and its unsettling atmosphere... This strange presence that is the house which has its own dialogue as well is just like it was just like nothing I had read before and I without knowing it developed a love for cosmic horror also through this book. So if you too love the strange unknowable things in nature and in fiction Definitely pick up White is for Witching by Helen Oyayemi and The Ballad of Black Tom by Victor Laval. And that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for joining me. SFF Yeah is sound edited by Caitlin Brame. Many thanks to her for making us sound great each and every episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at sffyat at And if you have a moment, please review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you listen. Um, in the meantime, you can find me online. I'm on Instagram at S-Z-A-I-N-A-B-Williams. That's S-Z-A-I-N-A-B Williams. And I'll talk to you next time.